I'm Stina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. (laughs) Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. I'm Stina, and I'm eating almonds. Christina, I'm drinking pink wine, and do you know why I'm drinking pink wine? I just watched that episode. (laughs) Because today... uh, Okay, I just want to preface this by saying that, like, I think I asked you two years ago when we first started this podcast if for my birthday we could do New Girl. Yes. And we're finally doing it. it. It is not her birthday. It is a little while past your birthday, but you know what? Close enough. Are we at your six-month mark? April, May, June, July, August? September. Mm -hmm. September would be your six-month mark. No, October. April, May, June, July, August, September. I'm at the end of April. October. May, June, July, August, September, October. True. So at the end of October is six months. True. My six months was last month, so uh, six months until I turn 30. Cheers to that. Oh boy, are you excited? Not even a little bit, but let's talk about New Girl. Um, oh yeah, so Christina, tell us what we're doing today, even though I oh, just so, mentioned it. So we're doing New Girl. <laughs> um, New Girl is currently on Netflix, but when it officially aired, it was on Fox. It was a Fox Fox show. I feel like it came out right around the time of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Yes, it was because there is a Brooklyn Nine-Nine New Girl crossover the episode where they're all in New York City. It's so yes, and it's in both shows. Yes, both shows crossed over each other. But I don't remember how. Oh, because they go to New York. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Danielle, did this show win any awards? Um, it did not win any awards, but it was definitely nominated for the Emmys. Zoe Deschanel was nominated for Best Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Uh, Max Greenfield was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, and this was nominated for Best Director in a Comedy Series. Then at the Golden Globes in 2014, 2013, and 2012, Zoe Deschanel was nominated for Best Actress in a Musical Comedy. Um, Max Greenfield was nominated for Best Actor in a, a Supporting Actor in a Series, Miniseries, Comedy, whatever. And then... Um, this was also nominated for Best Musical or Comedy Series in 2012. I don't know how Max Greenfield didn't win anything. I know. So, unfortunately, they were only really nominated in 2012 and 2013 for awards. And then after that... <laughs> well, then. Six friends in their early 30s figuring out life around the time of, like, after college and after that, like, first job that you get. You know, like right around the time where everything gets super confusing. I just decided to sum up the whole show because it's just easier. Well, that's what we did the last time we did one of these. The last one we did like this, and the only other one we've done was Parks and Rec. Uh, R.I.P. The last SpongeBob, the the lost SpongeBob episode. I don't understand. I still don't understand what happened. We must have not been recording. I. I was actually watching Spongebob last night. I came out of the shower, Nick had Spongebob on, and that show is absolutely hysterical. We gotta do it again. Yeah. 
eventually. <laughs> we'll just average one of these a year. Just in every episode, mention SpongeBob, and we'll clip it all together, and it'll be one huge SpongeBob episode. That's a lot of editing for you. <laughs> that is, and I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> just had an evil laugh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but Danielle, our tens of viewers will be so, but Danielle, Bruce will be so upset. Oh my Let's God. be honest. <laughs> oh, it is a Friday night. I am a glass of pink wine in. I am feeling some type of way. So let's talk about our characters. Okay. Our main character is the new girl, Jessica Day, played by Zoe Deschanel. She's a teacher who loves crafts and sculpting young minds, and she also has one hell of a vintage dress collection. She's a Portland, Oregon native as well. Next we have Nick Miller, Nick Miller, he's a stone-cold killer, played by Jake Johnson. <laughs> he's an almost lawyer turned bartender who does not have his life together and is unreasonably angry all the time. His friend is Schmidt, played by Max Greenfield. He's a type A personality. He const constantly mispronunciates things just to add flair to his words. Um, he was Nick's roommate in college. And uh, to add on to his character, they have this thing called a douchebag jar, which basically anytime Schmidt says something douchey, he has to put X amount of money into said jar to uh, repent for what he just said. Then they have uh, Winston Bishop, played by Lamorne Morris. He loves puzzles and his cat Ferguson. He's a former Latvian basketball star, star turned LAPD. Um, he's a lifelong friend of Nick's. They've been friends since they were kids. Um, then we have Jess's BFF, Cece, played by Hannah Simone. She's a model turned bartender who is incredibly monotone but falls for Schmidt. And Sch Well, Schmidt falls for her, let's be real, but then she falls yeah. for Schmidt. And then, like, back and forth, will they, won't they, friends, Ross, Rachel, and then eventually they get together. Uh, then I also want to mention Coach, played by Damon Waynes Jr. He was in the first episode and then left and then came back and then left again. So. Yes. For this climax, I needed help from Christina because, full disclosure, I never watched the entire series of New Girl. You never did? I never finished it. You know what happens, right? I know that Jess and Nick wind up getting married. I know. I've heard it. You know what it. happens in the last episode? Because I'm gonna ruin it for you right now. Please ruin it for me. You really don't know what happens. Okay, so, well, before we get into the last episode, which Christina yeah. has this look on her face like, I can't believe she doesn't know what happens in the last episode. I do not. I wish you would have said that before we move this. Cause we, so for those of you who are listening, we put up our schedule late because we did some little switcheroony things because we were supposed to do the great this week and we switched it to later and we moved this up because we thought, oh, this will be fun and easy. Because if you can't tell by the fact that we're kind of all over the place. This is like our chilled out episode. <laughs> yes. It's, it is. These best of episodes, they're not like segment after segment after segment. Like we'll give you context and shit, but then it's like, 
I got my I got my Uggs on. I got my leggings that are like see through when I bend over. I oh have God. a robe on. Christina. I'm braless. Like this is as relaxed as it gets. You know what I'm saying? This is relaxed. I'm relaxed. You're relaxed. We're relaxed together. I think those see through Forever Twenty One leggings belong in 2013. <laughs> they <laughs> they need to be long gone. <laughs> I actually I don't Get even think I have a pair of see through leggings anymore. I just like refuse to buy them. That was some 2000. 2010 to 2013 bullshit and we're never going back there again no but also like be careful everyone because eventually leggings will become see-through yeah just always do a bend over test buy quality leggings yes if you do anything buy quality leggings or like just wear a long top and no one will know that's what i do when my leggings had holes in them i used to wear my long cardigans with them cardigan i'll grab my cardigan (laughs) See how I, I tied it all back in. <laughs> and then no one will know. So, Christina, what do you think the climax is of this show? Because for yeah. me, it's Cece and Schmidt getting married. Because they get no. engaged at the end of season four and then married at season five. Season five? Then what the hell are the other two seasons? I don't know. That's why I didn't watch them. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So oh, you man. also didn't – let me get this straight – you did not like the fact that they brought Megan Fox, a.k.a. Reagan, into the show, right? Because we had talked about this prior. Yeah, I don't... I don't mind Megan Fox as a person, but her energy on the show wasn't my favorite. Oh, you mean the energy she has in every single movie that she's in? It's, it's Yeah, I mean, her whole thing is, like, sultry and sexy, which works, I guess, but... The show is more goofy, and she didn't. I don't. I don't think she worked well with the characters. Um, I think the only way that it worked was because whatever she brought to the table was so different. Because you can't have another Jess. No, it's just not. That just wouldn't work. Um. So okay, the last episode. I'm pretty sure it's the last episode of season six because I've watched this this whole series twice. I'm pretty sure it's this episode because I think season seven, they start together. So I'm going to read it from here. Season six, episode 22. And I actually made a note of this. It's the highest rated episode ever in the series at a 9.2 out of 10. Okay. And it's called five stars for Beezus. I'm reading this. I didn't write this. This is from IMDb. Okay. Jess prepares to tell Nick how she really feels about him and other events. Nick has a meeting with a book publisher. Allie helps Winston reconnect with someone important. And big news comes along for Schmidt and Cece. So in this last episode, I'm pretty sure that Reagan has already left. And this is when um, Nick comes to this realization. And I'm pretty sure it's Schmidt that's there with him while he's getting, like, pumped up to speak with this publisher. And he convinces him to, like leave and run back and get Jess before Jess totally moves out. And I think she's either moving out into a different apartment or she's going back home to Oregon. And then they do this fantastic thing where um, uh, Jess is up top in the apartment looking down and Nick is at the bottom saying, I'm going to come up. And she's like, I'm going to come down. So then they swap and then Nick is up at the top and he's like, I'm going to come down. And Jess is like, I'm going to come up. And they do it one more time. And then they finally meet in the elevator and they confess the feelings that they have for each other. And they finally get together for realsies this time. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's really like your climax. The last season kind of puts everything together. But at this point, and the reason why I say it's the climax is because there's no denying that Jess is the main character here. Yeah. Right. So that's part of it. When your main character has this great problem solution thing, I feel like that's more of your climax. Okay. But also the fact that like all of them had found their person. Mm-hmm. So you have Allie and Winston, and I love the two of them together. I love um, Nassim. I don't want to say her last name wrong, Pedrod. Mm-hmm. I loved her on Saturday Night Live. I thought she was fantastic. <laughs> she was a great addition to the show. Oh, my God. So good. Um, you have Cece and Schmidt, as you've said. Mm-hmm. And then the only two that don't have a person. And Coach went with um, May. Well, Right, so they- They were moving to New York. We're moving to New York. Well, actually Jersey City, but we're moving to New York. (laughs) So each person has like found their person except for these two. So it's like the final like puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. So that's, those are the two main reasons why I deem this the climax. And then season seven kind of puts the final pieces together of like Schmidt and Cece having another kid Allie and Winston. I'm sorry, having having another kid? You didn't watch it, so now I have to ruin it for you. I guess I have to go back and watch it. Well, they talk about having another kid. Then um, Allie and Winston are having their own kid. You missed, like, some of the best episodes. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Schmidt carries the season towards the end. I think everyone who I've talked to about the show... And uh, my friend Andre, who, like, was so against the show in the beginning, and then he was like, oh, my God, I love New Girl, um, was like, I, I had had this conversation with him, too, and he was like, oh, yeah, uh, Schmidt carries the entire show at the end. So that's why he appreciates the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. I just love how Schmidt plays with I, – I just think Max Greenfield is hilarious. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate his character with all these other – people and how he just bounces around with that but so anyway they get a house they like learn that you have to lock more than one door because they're not in an apartment anymore and there's like windows and shit that people can just like crawl into um they learn how to renovate a house what else oh um winston like we find out that he's colorblind and like (laughs) these glasses and that like makes him see things what else? Uh, Nick and Jess get married. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like other main things that happen. That's enough. Yeah. So season seven kind of wraps things up like that, but still has their characters be their characters. Like their characters don't have these like elaborate changes at the end. And you know what? Good. Like Schmidt should never not be a germaphobe, you know? Yeah. CC should never not be the man in that, the stereotypical <laughs> man in that relation. We've talked about this before, how they like switch gender roles, how like Max Green or Schmidt acts more of like the woman where he's like controlling the registry and the decor in their home. And CC's like, I don't know, this one, that works. Yeah, I was just watching that episode today about how they compromised and, uh, Schmidt let CC have the doorbell that sang La Cucaracha (laughs) (laughs) and not the uh, reclaimed, I think it was like a a fan made of reclaimed uh, like wood or something. And he's like, oh, great. Garbage uh, hanging from my ceiling and blowing around (laughs) dust on me. Fantastic. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's your that's your climax. That's what happens afterwards. But the very end, Winston, Winston <laughs> pulls the prank of all pranks and has everyone move out of the apartment. Most of them are out at this point, but it's mainly Jess and Nick that are left. They've gotten these eviction notices within the last season, and we see them like towards the end of certain episodes, but shit hits the fan when they get an eviction notice that says they have to move out within 24 hours, and Jess's mom, um, oh my God, What's her name? Uh, the, she's the mom from Freaky Friday. It's Jamie, Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee. I don't know why I said Lynn. Jamie Lee Curtis comes back and she's like, well, it's because, you know, you slept in the same bed as your husband the night before your wedding and you've cursed everything. And she's like, you <laughs> might as well call it quits. Like, you'll get it right with the next one. <laughs> and so her mom and Cece are like duking it out. Then Nick's get his shoulder shot on and then... The publisher denounces him because he doesn't want to write Pepperwood anymore. He wants to write something else. So all these terrible things are happening. And then they also find out that they're getting evicted. So they have to pack everything up. This is a combination of the wedding episode that I'm giving you right now. And also the very last episode. The very last episode, we are blessed with remembrances of the entire season, including Nick's not-so-fancy fixes. Wait, were the entire season or the entire series? The entire series. Okay. So Nick's not so fancy fixes where he just takes, like, fixes things to the bare minimum. We see Schmidt's penis cast. Oh my God, I forgot about the penis cast. So mm-hmm. funny. So Jess brings out all these things from their past. And Schmidt gets it. He goes, you know, most people... Um, they all want to leave. They all want to get the hell out of there. And Jess wants everybody to like remember and savor this moment. And it's hilarious because Nick's like, if you want to get out of here, just like I do, you're going to laugh when she says to laugh. You're going to cry when she says to cry. And you're going to pack in the meantime. And that's what we're going to do. So she brings everything out and Schmidt takes up his penis cast. And he's like, you know, not many people would want to relive such a painful moment in their lives. But I do, Jess. So thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and so um, they all kind of like dip because they've parted their ways. Jess gets very upset. They're like, nope, we're going we're gonna to figure it out. We'll help you pack. And we are blessed with one more game of True American. True American. Still don't know how to play. Nope. Have scoured the internet there are many rules for this game but you bet your bottom dollar that we will play true american at some point oh absolutely i will be there you just asked me if i wanted to join a softball league before we started uh, performing before we started recording nah Uh, you want to join a true american league i'm there let me know when (laughs) every time i hear jfk i'm like fdr And I love that every time you watch it, the rules change. Oh, God, it's so funny. Hillary Clinton's headband. The people of the internet have tried to piece this whole thing together. I don't think there are ever any specific rules. I think I watched a video a long time ago, and they just, like, made the game up for the show, and they didn't think that it was going to stick. But, like, everybody wants a piece of the pie at this point. So, anyway, we see flash forwards to all of our favorite characters playing with their little kids drinking root beer 
in somebody's home. So like Nick and Jess have their kid and they're like, you have to chug, chug. So he opens the can of root beer and the kid's chugging. And then Allie's like, you're all on lava. You have to not be on lava. So we see these flash forwards and then it fades out to all of them standing on only one box. They put that box on the the U-Haul that Nick had to suck it up and pay for a second day. And when they pull the lid down, Winston's face has been plastered on the back of the truck with a gotcha. (laughs) So then Prank Sinatra at his finest decides to explain what has happened. All of the people that he's gotten involved, slipping the notices under their doors. Jess had called Fawn Moscato, who was paid off by Winston to say that nothing could be done about this. And he went through this whole elaborate plan to get them to move out. And they were pranked at the very end after they already packed everything up and found a new apartment. Nick goes off into the parking lot, gives us one last high pitched scream and then says, that's it. It's done. We're going. So they all get in the U-Haul. They go over to the new apartment and Winston says, so, you know, I've been known to do like small pranks in the past and everyone's like, this was too big. And Jess was like, I don't know, maybe it was just right. And they're all like, absolutely not. Entirely too big of a prank. And they drive off into the sunset. Well, Winston's known to go either too big or too small. Let's not forget Feather Shoe, where he puts a feather in his shoe. <laughs> Got a tickly foot. And then, he's, then he goes too big, like putting Bucky the Badger into the ducks <laughs> during Cece's wedding to Chevron. The oh ducks! <laughs> so that's how it ends. The fun will never stop. The fun will never stop. IMDb gave it a, an overall rating of a 7.7 out of 10. I already told you that that last episode of season 6 was the highest rated episode in the entire series at a 9.2 out of 10. On Metacritic, the meta score was a 67 and the user score was an 8.8. On Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 95% and the audience gave it an 84%. And that's for overall rating. So now... This is where we get into our highlights. This is where, yeah, things start to go awry. I went through every season and found an episode and why I liked it. I don't know what... How do you, how do you want to do this? So what... I did was I pulled my absolute favorite episode, which honestly, I didn't even need to look it up. I already knew what my favorite episode was. And then I pulled out the highlights as well. So would you mind if I tell you my absolute favorite episode of all time? Go for it. The Menzies episode, season two, episode seven, to to recap this episode, which I remember... So my friends in college, we had a DVR, and we would DVR every episode. I remember watching this and dying, literally dying, and we just, just so beautiful. So Jess is laid off of work, and she's trying to find new work, but she has her period, and she, or she's about to get her period, and she feels like she's laid 100 eggs, and they're all hatching at once. She feels like she wants to punch someone, and she also wants a soft pretzel, which we could relate to. So, uh, that's happening. Um, she can't pay the water bill because she isn't working, so Schmidt cuts, uh, the hot water, 
in the whole apartment, so she can't take a shower. Uh, Winston thinks that he's getting sympathy PMS, so he is sitting on the couch with a hot water bottle on his pelvis, eating uh, Twizzlers, acting like he has uh, his period as well. (laughs) Nick tries to find a way to deal with his anger because he gets so irrationally angry about everything and he's annoyed that women have an excuse for it and men don't. So he meets a friend named Tran in the park and Tran introduces him to the beautiful world of water massage and the end of the episode ends with them getting water massaged. Also, one of my favorite moments is Jess in her interview PMSing and the interviewer said that oh I named my dog after Boo Radley and shows Jess a picture of a teacup Yorkie that fits in a teacup and Jess starts crying because how can the Yorkie fit in a cup it's so tiny and the interviewer goes yeah she was a good girl and that just sets Jess off even more (laughs) because the dog is dead and she's sobbing one of the funniest episodes. Love that episode. It's, it's hands down, when I think of New Girl, I think of that episode. From season one, I think the one where I was like, what stuck with me was the bells. When Winston plays the bells, <laughs> right? And how he's like so ridiculously competitive that it's, you know, a little bit relatable. I get it. Um, They're trying but- to learn Eye of the Tiger, right? Yeah, they're trying to learn Eye of the Tiger, and they get, like, the beginning part, and it's going really well, and then it just goes totally awry. But this is also the episode where Nick is fixing the toilet because he doesn't really have a lot of money because he's not, like, a great bartender at this point. Yeah. And they don't want to hire a plumber. And Nick, these are are men in their – I think they're 29 when this soul season starts, which is why I said that they were in their 30s because they're in their 30s for most of it. Yeah. Because I think Schmidt's birthday is season one, where he goes, 29? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> season one. And so Nick says, if you want a fancy fix, just say you want a fancy fix. And the fact that they are called, the, the, the idea of calling a plumber, a professional, is called a quote-unquote fancy fix, that's hilarious to me. These are grown men. Do, do you want a fancy fix? Nick Miller, so in season one, my highlight was, it's episode four, and it's when Nick is going on a date with the uh, bartender, Lake Bell, I forget what her name is on the show, but it's the actress, Lake Bell, Mm -hmm. and Nick is dancing around to, like, hype himself up so that he can, like, get naked in front of her, and then Jess walks in on him and starts cracking up laughing, and it, like, throws Nick off his game. And uh, there's a scene between Nick and Jess, and she's and Jess is like, so sometimes, you know, my kids don't want to share their feelings, so I have this, I use this, this is my talking stick. And, you know, whenever someone has a talking stick, they're allowed to share their feelings. And Nick just grabs a talking stick and breaks it. And she's like, you know, funny thing about that, that's not the first time someone's ever broken the talking <laughs> stick. So I have a spare, and she pulls out a spare from her purse. (laughs) Oh, God, I love his show. Season two? Season two. So that's when you get the Menzies episode. That's when you get the Pepperwood episode. Julius Pepperwood. Oh, my God. 
I'm so sorry. Oh no. I just flicked a fruit fly on my screen and now his dead body. Hold on. Moment of silence for the fly. Moment has passed. Okay. <laughs> I did season two, episode 19, quick hardening call. This is when Cece and Cece is engaged and Schmidt's at the bar and he's drinking that like melon ball shit. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> right. another one, cocktail Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> What's the episode where Nick was like, Winston, I'm not making those fruity drinks for you. You don't know how to handle it. And then he's like, no, Nick, you should make them. And the whole episode, he's like, Nick, no, you should make the fruity drinks. And then finally he does. And Winston's like, I feel so naughty. And he's like drinking the drink. Do you remember that? I don't think it's this one. Because this episode is when Schmidt falls in love with the fish. Yes, the the tiger fish. Yes. And then he gets stung by a jellyfish. and. Winston thinks it's a good idea, a good idea to take a shit on his face because he doesn't have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> what is the episode? I, I, I have this like just on my notes because I couldn't find the episode where Cece says she's having a breast reduction surgery and she's in oh Jess's God. room and she tells Jess this. And then almost, as soon as it comes out of her mouth, you just hear Schmidt screaming, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then he's. I need you to understand that like when I'm in a bad mood, I will binge New Girl until I get to the point where I hear Schmidt screaming, oh no, oh no, oh no. And then I'm good and then I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh my gosh. Also in season two is the Virgins episode where I think this is, eh, maybe it's not, no, it's not the first time, but it's all based in flashbacks of how everyone lost their their episodes, their virginities. And you have uh, Winston and Nick, well, Winston, who lost his virginity to a prostitute prostitute. named Octopussy. (laughs) And hold on, Wisteria Mysteria. I don't remember. Is that her name? Is that really it? I think so. That was like the prostitute's name. Okay. Season three. Okay. Naturally, I had to choose episode six. Keaton. Oh, I have it too. Yes! We, we have talked about this on the podcast before. This is an excellent, excellent episode. It is so funny. Christina, if you want to take the, the, the lead, go right ahead. So let me tell you why I picked this episode. This isn't, this isn't by far the funniest episode of the series. And I think you could agree with me on that. I don't, I didn't, I, but I specifically chose this episode, one, because it stands out, but two, because this is a perfect example of an episode where, like, it's not the funniest one, but the idea is hilarious and ridiculous. And, like, the idea itself was funny enough where, like, the punchlines didn't need to be top-of-the-line A-game. It was the overall premise that made me want to piss my pants. Yeah. And I was, like... Um, just crying. Like when he was like, when Schmidt was like, I don't want to make a big deal about it. Like, I don't want anybody to treat me any differently. It's Michael Keaton. I, Michael Keaton and I are friends. And then he was like, I'm going to have to tell Michael about this. 
for for anyone who's watching listening to this and has never watched new girl first of all what are you doing second of all just go back and watch season three episode six basically the point of it is is that when schmidt was younger his mom started writing to him as a pen pal from michael keaton and schmidt thought that he was writing messages back and forth with michael keaton then when when schmidt went to college his mom pawned it off on nick so nick would email back and forth with schmidt as michael keaton keaton's potato 69 at (laughs) gmail.com and one of my favorite parts of that episode is the ending where Schmidt's like, when Schmidt finds out that it was actually Nick and then his mom who were Michael Keaton, and he's like, when we met Michael Keaton, why did he wink at me? And Nick's like, I really have no idea. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you why he did that. <laughs> so you had the same one for season three. I have two more things for season three. Okay. Uh, number one is episode three, The Double Date. Like I said, I DVR'd this back in college because we would DVR it as soon as it aired on Fox. So, the beginning of episode three, the double date, is Winston coming out of his room with Ferguson, and he's like, hey, Ferguson, you want to split that, that pasta from last night? Winston and Ferguson, about to split some pasta. <laughs> you know I got love for you. You know I got love for you. Chill out, man. I'll make you some coffee. When I first saw that, me and my friend Chelsea Plog rewound it a minimum of 15 times that scene alone (laughs) it was the funniest scene in our minds and i would still like go back and be like you want to watch winston and ferguson about to split some pasta yeah absolutely just hysterical so funny then um season three episode five is the box which is when nick inherits money from his dad's estate quote unquote and he was like, ah, you know what, I'm done with this money. It just causes problems, so I'm going to put it in the box. And it's all of his bills. It's mm-hmm. like, did, did why does Nick have a uh, title to a Dodge Cougar in there? Oh, he lost the car, so it's not, it's not there anymore. I don't understand how he doesn't have a warrant out for his arrest at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I, thought, I thought the box episode was really, really funny. Season four? So season four, um, the, it's, go ahead with season four. I'll tell you, my big one is like the ending. I really, so this is the beginning. Season four, episode two, when Jess learns how to use dice. <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode because it's Jess and Schmidt. And I really like when they have banter with each other. It's so good. And Jess is trying to like, be a nice person and Schmidt is like you're not supposed to be when you're using these kinds of dating apps and so this is also when Nick and Cece and coach get high together and they go to Winston's like police party yes oh god and coach is like I don't know I feel fine and Nick's like oh my god you look like a freaking loser (laughs) he's like say something like I don't know hey Nick and he's like oh my god you said it so slow (laughs) like freaking out but Schmidt Schmidt and Jess are in the car and Jess is like I don't want to be these things are so mean I don't want to be mean and Schmidt's like what do you go around all day caring about people's feelings and she's like you don't and he's like how do you get anything done she goes it's hard (laughs) and so I love that can relate but also 
I love that moment between them. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, the end of season four. Well, okay, in the middle of season four is when Coach comes back, and they go to the uh, strip club. I think it's called like the Bunny Club, and Winston takes out all of this money in bunny money, and it, he can't pay anything with it. Do you remember? <laughs> So he takes all this money out of bunny money, but he can't tip the strippers with it. So, like, by the end of the episode, they're just constantly buying food from the strip club because Winston has all this bunny money. Oh, God. Um, and then the end, by the end of season four, is when uh, Coach leaves. And then that's when we get, finally, Schmidt and Cece getting back together. Yes. And um, what we see in the beginning of the episode is a flashback to when Schmidt first met Cece, and he put he said something to Cece, and he had to put five dollars in the oh, jar. Oh, I'll tell you exactly what he said. What did he say? As she left, he said, "Girl, I'm gonna marry you." And what happens at the end of the episode? They play that again, and they get married. Exactly. They get engaged. Engaged. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, because season five is when we see Schmidt and Cece's wedding. That's true. I did not focus on that. In season five, I had to focus on, of course, Bill Burr, because he's Nick's cousin. (laughs) From Chicago. Okay, fine. But they still somehow managed to say Yankees suck. (laughs) Not a fan of that. (laughs) But... I really, what I loved about season five was at this point, like, Nick and Schmidt stopped being just friends, and Schmidt has, like, almost fully adopted Nicholas as his son at this point. Is this when they're still living in the same room together, or no? They're not living in the same room, but Bill and, uh, no, his name's not Bill, uh, Bob and Carol, Nick's cause they come for his sperm because they yeah. want, they want to have a kid. To have a kid. And then they can't afford the procedure, so then they want Nick to have sex with Carol. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole time Schmidt's like, "You don't have my blessing." And Nick's like, "Would you stop? I don't need your blessing." And Schmidt's like, "I just want you to know that I don't approve of this. The way you're living your life, this wasn't in your plan that I designed for you." <laughs> Did you have anything that you wanted to focus on from season Not five? Really. This is when I start falling off the, uh, the okay, new girl wagon. So- Season six, I need you to understand that this episode had me crying. And it also had my mother crying. Season six, episode eight, James Wonder. This is, um, yeah. I just watched this episode today. It's so, it's so funny. It is so, oh my God. So, um, this is Winston's undercover name he's taken his two favorite singers stevie wonder and of course james blunt yep and made the name james wonder and he's like low-key killing it until jess's current principal mistakes him as a single person on the market for uh a new wife yes or something so i just her boss is hysterical when she goes jess I'm dying. And Jess is like, oh my God, dying to create a school. And Jess is like, oh my God, about to have a heart attack. But 
even the cold open, Jess is like thinking she's going to get the principal job. And she makes, Nick asks a question about marijuana, right? He's like, so like, if you find marijuana, that means you get to keep it because you're the principal, right? And Jess is like, that kind of talk, I'll give you a two weeks worth, two weeks worth of detention. And Nick's like, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then they just pat him on the back and it cuts. <laughs> And then the best, the best quarrel between Nick and Schmidt, because Nick doesn't know what to get Schmidt for a wedding gift. They gave him a year and they freed him from the registry because he bought them a blender and he made guacamole with it. And he put the entire avocado (laughs) in the blender, the seed, the skin, everything hilarious but then when they're at the bar he's like shit-faced because he's trying to figure out what he wants to get them and he's so drunk and i'm telling you this was my ferguson pasta moment (laughs) he's like i don't know what to get you and it matters and schmidt's like it doesn't matter nick's like but it matters and schmidt's like no it doesn't and nick just keeps saying it matters it matters and then schmidt goes it doesn't matter just go on the registry and pick something He's like, now you got Schmidt all jazzed up. He's like, I didn't mean to get you jazzed up. Nick, like, I gotta go to the arcade now and blow off some steam. Nick's whole thing is like, it, it, it's, a, it's a list from robots. The robots made the list. I don't want to pick a, a present from a robot list. And then Schmidt goes, Winston puts a walkie-talkie in a mailbox one time. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to... <laughs> Nick mailing a letter and Winston going, yum, yum, thank you. <laughs> like the Furby from last episode. Oh, my yum. God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. We already talked about um, the ending of the show, which is obviously season seven, but I, I just wanted to call attention to season seven, episode four, where the road goes. Um, because if I'm going to ruin the show for you, I might as well ruin everything. This is the episode where they have a funeral for Ferguson because the cat has died. Oh, I was I was watching episodes today that I'd never watched before. And in my head, I'm like, they keep mentioning Ferguson, but Ferguson's not shown. And I have a feeling that Ferguson's going to die because it's seven seasons. And like Ferguson's a grown, full-grown cat when Winston gets him. And mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, Ferguson has to die sometime in the show. So, ugh. Ferguson mm-hmm. was such a cute cat. Jess thinks that she killed the cat because I think the cat ate some of her glitter while she was doing an arts and crafts thing. And um, in reality, the cat had a heart attack. But like, so Jess is thinking for a whole year that the cat, uh, she killed the cat. But they waited a year because Winston says, I always thought of ferguson as jewish and it's a year after the death that we reveal the um the plot or the gravestone and then um schmidt starts the service in hebrew and then it cuts to like the cold open and then it's like the theme music but so he's like having this moment and he hasn't like had like the big cry and then they think he's going crazy because they hear a cat in the he hears a cat in the building and they're like oh my god he's going crazy he's not gonna cry he's just gonna go insane so he's trying to figure out where the cat is and he's like here kitty kitty meow here he's like i used to use this voice when i wanted ferguson to come 
Oh my gosh. He's talking to like the bar booths, trying to find out where the cat is. There was a cat and then they keep it. Oh, they take it from the, it was the bar ladies bar cat and they bought it for like $5,000 because of Jess. And Nick was like, that's a lot of money just to humor me. What was the lowest amount that you would have taken for the cat? And the owner was like, hmm, 50 bucks. He goes, well, that's significantly less than five grand. (laughs) I was watching an episode and it was, Nick was saying it, and I forget what episode it was, but he was like, that's $600. That's six $1 bills. That's the only way I can justify it in my brain. Six $1 bills? Yeah. Six $100 bills. No, no, no. He was saying something was $600, and Nick was like, that's $600. That's six $1 bills. That's the only way I can justify it in my brain. Oh, my God. (laughs) Excellent. Also, never forget when Ferguson first enters the show, it's the teacher's episode where Jess is trying to impress the teacher so she becomes old toilet pants because she bet herself $5 she wouldn't dance in the toilet while singing um, Four Non Blondes, What's Going On? <laughs> so that's happening. And then uh, Winston has the cat from his girlfriend Daisy, girlfriend, quote unquote, and yeah. he's going to kill her cat. So he's letting <laughs> Winston choose how... Or he's letting Ferguson choose how to kill himself. And Ferguson's, like, batting at a noose. And he's, like, picking a a hammer. And, like, uh, Nick is between Winston, who's trying to kill the cat, and Jess, who's going to, like, break into her boss's house. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I forgot about that. That's right. Also, honorable mentions. I will say this is the only low I've ever had about the show. Okay. Um, the British guy, the British teacher. What was his name? Ryan goes in you. Yes, that's right. So the way he left the show, not a fan. They just kind of cut him out. And yeah. it doesn't make any sense because Jess and Ryan were so very close. I, um, I love how they justified Robbie, how they were like accidentally cousins. I love how they justified Dr. Sam who was a great character who kept coming back. They justified Russell and I felt like they did not justify Ryan. And he was a significant part of that season. That's the only low I have about the show. They just wrote him off. He went to this all boys school to be a dean or whatever and then never came back. What about um, Genslinger? In the blowout episode, he comes back as a clown. Oh my God, you're right. (laughs) Genslinger! What a mess. What a mess of an individual, huh? I just watched the blowout episode because I think that Bear Claw is such an underrated character. Oh my god, that's Josh Gad, you're right. Oh my god. What a great... I didn't even have sex with him. We stayed up all night making a musical about woodland creatures. And it was better than sex. And then we got to see it. I think that's a good spot to end. I think so, too. (sighs) Oh, my goodness. So if you're not checking out New Girl, I don't know. You're doing it all wrong. (laughs) Definitely watch the show. It's so good. Absolutely. so funny. And if you're in your early 30s, it's extremely relatable. Scarily relatable. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening to our relaxed, chilled out ice cube of an episode where... We just kind of rant and you listen. <laughs> Pretty much what we did. So check us out 
send us more things. If you like these kinds of episodes, let us know. We'll probably do more at some point. We, we watch a lot of shows, and these are the shows that we throw on when we're not trying to watch everything else that we have to watch, if that yeah. makes any sense. We have, like, a mandatory watching list, and then we have, like, a leisure watching list. Exactly. That's, that's really what it is. So you can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at Hey, It's Two Girls. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Classic Stina. Danielle is exclusively on Instagram because she's too good for Twitter at Danielle Kobianki. Send us an email at twogirlswatchtv at gmail.com. Two is spelled out T-W-O. Tell us if you want us to do more of these. Tell us if you want us to do something. We typically stick with things that are new. But if there's an old one, we can do another one of these episodes. Also, to let you know, check out the blog Beer, Coffee, Donuts, and the YouTube channel Two Girls Drink Beer. But to let you all know, if you would like to do this with us, January 13th, which is a Tuesday, the Emmy nominations come out. Mark your calendars. Try, okay? ju- try July 13th. What did I say, January? Yes. I keep doing that. I don't know why. January Oh my God, I did it again. July. July. It's four letters. You think I get it, right? July. I was like, what's happening in January? Why are you giving them so such far yeah. advance Everybody notice? Mark the calendars you don't have for next year. <laughs> July. Tuesday, July 13th, the Emmy nominations come out. And September 19th is when the Emmys are on. We will be live tweeting that as well. Yes. All right, we need to close this out. <laughs> All right, we're done. We'll see you next week. All right, bye, everyone. Bye. What's up?